Hey, yo, relax your mind, let your conscience be free, and get down to the sounds of your PMD. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Oh, wow. Uh, this is Tyra Smith from EPMD. You got to chill. Let you know Juan is on the right track, and he's going to do nothing but good from this point on in. Oh, All right? I appreciate that. Chill. All right, welcome to episode 20 of Soundtrack to the Streets podcast. So this current episode is kind of pulling back the curtain. I'm going to let you guys in on a lot of personal things because my next guest is very personal to me. We're from the same hood. Um, I'm a few years older than him, but this guy always had an old soul. So, so quick story. I used to work at the Salvation Army on Huff, right? And it was a time when the gym would close for old for the younger guys. At 6 o'clock, you would have to leave. And my guests, y'all know him as DJ Yomi Yom, but I just call him Yomi, right? He was like 12, but we would let him stay with the 20-year-olds because he had an old soul. Like We would kick everybody out, but this guy would always just be able to stay Um the neighborhood we're from, like I brag, because some people are ashamed to say that, well, he moved here, so he will never let you forget that he's New York through and through, but we claim him down on Huff, which is the best neighborhood in the world, because you had some of everything going on, and if you can navigate through that stuff, I feel like you'll be fine anywhere. So, Yomi, what's up, brother? How are you? What's going on, man? <laughs> Finally tracked you down. It's my fault. The first time I had to get a babysitter, and then I was like, damn. So I'm glad that we finally made this happen, man. So the soundtrack to the streets, I treat every episode like this is somebody's first time listening. So instead of me sitting across from you like, hey, tell me when you were two and seven, I feel like music is the constant in most people's lives. So the first time anything happened, you can probably go back to a time period of where music was going on. So I say, hey, give me five tracks that if you was handing this off to somebody on the train, in the Uber or something, and say, hey, this will tell the story of my life, and that would be a good starting point. So you sent me over five tracks, right? And only one of these songs came out during the time when you were old enough to know what's going on. So back to my point of you having the old soul. So I want to like start with you as a person, but not just telling me that. Like, why did you pick these songs? So the first song that you had was Juicy, right? By the notorious. Okay. So why did you pick this song in particular and what about this helps dictate the story of your life well juicy by the notorious big biggie whatever you call it i feel like it's just like one of the greatest songs of all time like yeah. flat out yeah. start to finish the fact that he even like you watch the movie and stuff you see like he ain't even want to do it yeah like it's a different beat it's juicy like yeah. nobody want to do this i'm a gangster rapper yeah. and he came on and just flawlessly killed it i remember like growing up my mother played biggie all the time like we used to be going back and forth from new york driving every summer every break like yeah 
rocking out. Like this is probably one of the first hip hop songs I learned all the words to. Like <laughs> So driving back and forth from where to where? From Brooklyn to Cleveland. Okay. And why was that? Like you had family we, here? We from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Right. I was born in Brooklyn. Moved here when I was like four. Yeah. So literally every summer of my life until I was like nineteen. Yeah. The whole summer I'm in Brooklyn. Till you was old enough to say I don't want to go no more. Basically, no, I was DJing too much and yeah. it was like I, I I couldn't even go. Miss the money, yeah. yeah. Miss the money, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't want to miss no money. So, juicy. And my grandfather passed away, so it was oh. like kind of. And no, so that was the last really real attachment for it. Like yeah. the real one holding everybody yeah. together. And, yeah. So yeah. you, that song came out in like '94, right? How old are you? How old were you in '94? I was two. So, this this is put. I want. This is why I like to do this because how music is so timeless. Right. You were two years old in Pampers, and don't even really know what's going on. But a song like that resonates to you. And if I play it right now, I'm sure you're gonna think about being on the highway. Being on the highway. Going back. Because to be honest, I have a memory so far back. Like yeah. I thought it was LL Cool J. So. Yeah. Like I, when he say if you don't know, like I, just, I don't know why I thought I'm like is that LL Cause Cool J? Because LL Cool J was so smooth and yeah. it was like a ladies track, yeah. And then, but then I'm like, no, that's Biggie. Like as soon as yeah. I got, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Biggie. Yeah. Like, and I like the fact that he really don't curse in the song. Mm. He didn't even have to. He, only curse word he say is if you don't know, now you know, nigga. But other than that, he wow. don't curse. I never thought about throughout that. the whole song. It's a radio. You could put it on the radio. You could put it, play it wherever. Like any, I play it in I, XO sometimes. Like I DJ yeah. in XO, yeah, fancy restaurant. Yeah, like, play it anywhere. So why did you become a DJ? Um, I feel like music was always just around and in me. Just listening, I always liked it. Yeah, and then. I was like 14, 13, I was making beats. Like, me and my little brother always rap or whatever. Yeah. But I, I had a laptop. I was like the only person in the projects. Mm. I'm like, I make beats. Yeah. Made a couple beats. Then my laptop got stole, so I got discouraged. Project living. Sometimes yeah, project that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody got me. But then I'm like, all right, now I'm back and like, we're doing whatever. Yeah. But so, I went to School of the Arts. Mm. And I felt like that kept me out of a lot of trouble. And I I met some people there, like my dude there, he had some equipment. Yeah. And we just taught ourselves for real. It just happened. Like it didn't even really mean to have it just happened. So it's a lot I wanna unpack real quick. So growing up in the hood, in the projects, and then you became a DJ. Most DJs are like the tastemakers in the right. hood. They're really they got their ear to the street. Man. Right? Another quick story. Like, yeah. I used to, you know, I lived in the projects. I had that. My house was where the playground was. Yeah. So my front window out my room is the playground. Everybody yeah. chilling at. I put my speakers <laughs> in the window. Yeah. And just play music. Like, that's what it, that's what people used to do back in the days. Like, <laughs> put your speaker in. Like, yeah. I had somebody at me on Instagram. Like, I remember when wow. you used to do this. Yeah. And now you a DJ. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, this girl, like, she used to live down there. Like, yeah. so, so talk about. What y'all used to call that area of the playground? You, don't, you you just call it 
I don't even. You just call it the prey. Like that ain't yeah. really had no yeah. area tonight. Cause you got down the hill, you got the 59th side. Yeah, yeah. Where we stayed at, it was just like the yeah. top, like yeah, the playground. So people start looking to you to play the music. Then in order to play the right songs, you gotta know like what the various I'll people. Be, I'll be playing whole. I'll play whatever yeah. I wanted. Like yeah. So how like some they, of these same or song I put on this list, I I'll be playing it out my window just because that's how I was feeling that right day. So so how do you not like get caught up in all this stuff that's really happening in the hood at that time? Like, so like for me, we grew up right. on the same block, right? And I'm 34 and I taste alcohol once or right. never like sold drugs. I'm not arrogant enough to think it was something I did. Like right. I feel like it was a whole lot of forces outside of me that helped me. Like, what about you? I, uh, I don't know, cause it's easy to get caught up in that. Yeah. Real, real easy. Yeah. I caught a case when I was fourteen yeah. selling weed. Like, yeah, I I did that, but it wasn't. Ain't nothing to yeah. brag about or yeah. be ashamed about. Like it's yeah. something that happened. But I think just for me personally, my family, yeah. of course, yeah. Like it's, it kind of starts in the home, but for me, it was like I hung with everybody that was selling drugs. My best friends yeah. was like selling drugs every day. I used to hang with Arthur or whoever. Yeah. Like, no names, please. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> I will omit that part. All the, yeah, that's, all they, that's all they did. Anyway. But it was just a. I'll look at it like I wouldn't sell this poison to black people, yeah. anyways. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that to nobody yeah. that's same color as me. Yeah. And it's just like. I don't know, man. I, I feel like that was they could do it. They was doing. It. I didn't have to. I yeah. could do something else. It, I'm telling you, and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here. Like me and the other people at we call it the center of the Salvation Army. Right. Like we noticed that you, like we could tell the guys that had the guns when they came in the gym, right. or the ones that was finna have six girls come. I don't know why we gave you a pass but it was just, it was something about it like That's well funny though, yeah. but did you feel that way like yeah. I like I said it's some some stuff just always yeah. like another song I picked like yeah. it's some stuff just always stick with you you know yeah. you get yeah. a feeling but yeah. you don't try to pay too much yeah. attention to it yeah cause the rules Cause, didn't really cause you still got to yeah it's like yeah. I ain't like everybody else would be joking like they just know not to joke with me like yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. that's not the energy I give off like I'm chilling Like you yeah. be cool With cool people like. Yeah man Yeah So What made I hear some DJs say man When I came out the womb I was thinking about Technique 1200s And all that You didn't have that I always that like story. I, I always like DJs I thought like Yeah I always like music At part Like I was kicking it At like 11 Like literally like. Driving at 12 <laughs> yeah, yeah I was still in my mother I had my own key to the car I taught myself how to drive. Like, we was going to all the little kitty parties, like Ambassador, Baby Grand. Your mom told me that, like, three years ago. I seen her at Cleveland State. She was in school. <laughs> I was teaching a class, and then right outside, she like, yeah, he's been having my car since he was she seven. She gave me a key. I'm like, all right, this is their spare key. But she, she, she out of town right now. She used to always go yeah. out of town, so yeah. Yeah. I'm taking a car. Yeah. No. Piling up, <laughs> oh, uh, she, no she license, me. hidden curbs. So, Biggie Smalls, Juicy is a staple in your life. That's just, I, I just think it's like it's just one of those songs that you can't look past. Like yeah. for some people, they first hip hop song might be the message or something like that. But like, yeah. Yeah. For my generation, like it's it's Biggie all the way. 
And that's just one song by him. Yeah, so you say Biggie, I feel like the greatest rapper from Brooklyn is Jay-Z. Okay. Now, when you came here, like, you were Biggie, like, all day, right? Or, or were you Hove? When I came, I mean, like I said, I was four when I came here. Yeah. So when I first started listening to music, yeah. I was listening to whatever my mother was playing. Yeah, no choice, yeah. But I think I became a Hove fan off the gate, like. Yeah. Yeah. I became a whole fan. <laughs> yeah, you watch the Hard Knock Life video, you might think that's me. Like I, I, I shoot that joke at myself, like man, so, the little kid with the dreads and shit. No, and I'm not ashamed to say this. Reasonable doubt, when it came out, I wasn't a Jay Z fan because okay. I was so Tupac that I had to yeah. pick a side, right? That but, was the thing in Cleveland. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I don't argue it. Yeah. Cause I'm from Brooklyn, I'm gonna yeah. say Biggie anyways. Yeah, and I feel like Tupac was wilding as a person, <laughs> yeah. so I don't really care for his music as yeah. much. Yeah, but yeah. Mm. So I brought that up because your second track is, from what I feel, is the greatest album ever. Okay. The Blueprint right. never changed. What about this track that that speaks to to you? Just the title within itself. Not saying that it's change is not good because it's good to change but when you're true to yourself yeah. and you know who you are you know what you like you know what you don't like yeah. and you know what made you yeah. like never change like just the way he split that like he split it in that song it was just like Jay every day yeah this is me every day like, <laughs> like for real so like it's Same cool to day. like he was just giving it to you like how he how he where he came from he said like this is all facts yeah this is all rap. Like, this is before rap. Right? Yeah. And that's one of those songs I used to play out my window. Like, yeah. People don't really listen to Jay-Z or conscious songs like that, but not even conscious, but like well, with that type of flow. Argue me this. People say Jay-Z just became black excellence conscious. Nah. I'm like, nah. what guy have I wouldn't have been listening, listening to him. him. Yeah. I wouldn't have been listening to him. I feel like it's always been those crumbs in there, yeah. He never been like, because he, he said I could have been... Lyrically, he say that type I of stuff. I did five mil. And I been rhyming like he done, He told he told you I dumbed it yeah. down, yeah. but he never dumbed it down yeah. for real. Like he, yeah. we used to have these conversations yeah, all the time, <laughs> all, all the, the time. time. So that's why I feel like this is like something I was supposed to do a long time ago because right. we would have these talks. We, we did all this the time. already before. Yeah. This, this is just on public wax. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I was like 14, 15 back then. Like, how do you? Well, I'm 26. I probably was younger than that. No, I'm saying I'm. I'm context. 26 now. So I'm 34. So when I was like 25, you was like still in high school. <laughs> yeah. But we would have these like talks about the way music would make you feel. Now Biggie Smalls, 96, 94, never changed. Came out. No, I'm gonna tell you when it came out, dog. I was a junior in high school, and they kicked us out of school early because. The World Trade Center happened the same day, mm. and yeah, they made yeah. us go home. And but me and my homeboy was so thirsty that we still went to Best Buy and bought the album. So what this song is so nostalgic, like it almost brings tears to my eyes when I listen to the album because um, you be like, we was terrified that day because we thought the world was finna end, right? But then you drop a masterpiece. Side note, Fab album came out that day and nobody ever remembered <laughs> that. Like that song came out and nobody yeah, talks about that album. Yeah, yeah. So Anita Baker. Like, 
like, how is this is up on your top five angel? How is it? <laughs> how is it, nigga? I don't know. I felt like I just had to throw some soul in there. Uh, Anita Baker got the like craziest voice I ever heard. Mm. I'm pissed I didn't go when she came to Cleveland. Mm. That was recently? No, it was, was like a couple months ago. Mm. Sold out eights, like two, two nights. Wow. And yeah, I just, I realized she's not even that old though. Like those songs is coming out like the late 80s, yeah. early 90s. Before you was born though. Born. <laughs> this is, that's the thing with this, before you was born. Yeah, I just love that song. I love her voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't even got nobody I ever felt like that about. But mm-hmm. if I did, like mm-hmm. that would be my wedding song. When she, when she like get that. in the car, you go press play. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. If I, if I meet a girl that like music like that, cause that, that's why I put that on there. Besides mm-hmm. rap, yeah. whatever else. 90s R&B yeah. anything yeah I'm a soul like yeah I don't, I don't know what the what you call it but give me your old Earth, Wind and Fire yeah. give me the Commodores all of that anything oh yeah. oh like yeah so to that point the reason I back to Jay Z the reason I love the four 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 album so mm-hmm. much on top of the gems the production is old samples and yeah. it just takes me back to when my mom used to play like. The Stevie Wonder sample, the Clark yeah. sisters, like those moments, it capture a time where it's like, holy shit! Like, how did For you real? take that sample and turn it into that? The fact that they was even making that type of music back yeah. then, like, yeah, my favorite type of movies is like biopics, mm. so like mm. Temptations and all that type of stuff. Like, mm. I just love mm. to see how they even, because mm. it's not as back then. It was like you giving you raw talent, and yeah. we just. We not yeah. we just people that live around the same neighborhood. Yeah, like, yeah just figuring it out. Now yeah. it's kind of like you really got to work to get. You forcing it to yeah. come out. Yeah, it's not natural. They was just mm. making something out of nothing. So, kill this myth for me, and I I'm sure people, you never had a haircut. Never had a haircut a day in my life. I I know it's true, but <laughs> what if I don't believe you? Like, why I mean, you never I had a pictures? Haircut? I show pictures on Instagram sometimes as young as like like people who be growing their hair now. Like yeah. that's how my hair looked when I was one. Like, <laughs> Struggle stage, right? Yeah. It's weird. Like my hair. I'm not African. I'm not Jamaican. Yeah. My mother is from Brooklyn. My father from Harlem. Wow. I got an African name because my father was like a little more cultural than the yeah. average, but. My hair just grew in like this and never cut it. So your pop's been cultural. You have a quote-unquote not common name. Your brother have a not common name. Because my last name is Smith. but (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, uh, all right. (laughs) So did did you have issues growing up? Like, did the people like... The same people who have locks now used to talk about... Used to make jokes about me. When I was in, when I was in elementary, stop playing. I swear to God, call you nappy head and shit like call that. Call me Africans or Jamaican or African booty scratches. I used to and walk shit. through Tower City. I couldn't walk through Tower City. You know, we used to go there yeah. every Saturday. I yeah. couldn't walk through without somebody saying "Yeah" <laughs> or "Wheezy." Or something like that. When I'm like, "Damn, I had locks longer than these." Before, dude. They just <laughs> started. They just yeah. started now. Yeah. And everybody that got locks, I'm their identity. But it yeah. was like it never phased me because I knew eventually 
Yeah. I go to New York and everybody, it was like it was a norm. Yeah. yeah, it's just a Cleveland thing. We're, we're a lot of stuff everything. is just a Cle- yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff just be on some Cleveland shit. So I try not to. Well, piss some people off. Um, <laughs> with the Tims, like you, right. your your brother, your mom, like y'all was early with the Tims. Right. Like it Air was Max, just, Timberlands, yeah. like yeah. people was not wearing that here. Yeah. Like, you were always ahead of the time. Like you kind of set the curve. Like in uh like in our hood for instance like guys that were definitely your age sure. and a little older and definitely younger they, my nickname was Flyboy. really <laughs> really i didn't know <laughs> I didn't yeah know i ain't know if you knew that my nickname was Flyboy. so you we touched on you becoming a dj why did you become a dj though like i think like i said we me and my friend we was like the first dj duo if you would say not yeah. first but like here yeah. Working yeah. together like side by side, he'll do thirty minutes. I'll do thirty. He'll do an hour. Yeah. I'll be like, pick this song. He'll be like, yeah. do this. Yeah. And we was DJing with CDs, like, yeah. like if, I had if a, it's skip. Is, oh, yeah, bro. If it's skip. <laughs> yeah. over. Party's over, dog. Yeah, I had like a bunch of CDs. They asked us to do a, some inauguration thing when Obama got elected. Yeah, and it was fun. It was just something yeah. to do. It was cool playing music for the people. Yeah. Then the seniors asked us to do something. I'm like, all right, cool. We did their blackout party. Yeah. And I think I became a DJ. Like, I continued to do it because I wasn't looking for no money. Yeah. I was just doing it because I knew what people like to party to. Yeah. And it was just the reaction from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. the reaction. Like, if you, I could be playing a song and I, you know, you turn it down and they screaming it. Gotta turn it back up. Yeah. And they screaming. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. This is like I could do this, and then I got paid at the end of the night. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. On top of that, I'm like, cool. Yeah. This is something I like doing, yeah. and I can get money from it. Like, so I'm speaking out of school, maybe because I am not uh, in crowd DJ, right? right? But I wish these guys would respect the craft a little more. You be Me having too. some like nigga, like. Spend five minutes in the gym, like working yeah. on the stuff, but and I don't even practice yeah. for real. But it's like you're in a club every day, though. Yeah, like, that's my practice. Yeah, you like, gotta yeah. have some type of respect for the craft because DJing to me is controlling the crowd, yeah, taking them on this musical yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, I'm looking in the crowd, like yeah. I'm, I'm paying attention yeah. to every single face. Yeah, if I see somebody 40, I'm like, all right, I know something they yeah. might like, yeah, and if I play it and I get that, I look at them and they, I'm yeah. like, all right, cool, like yeah. even if that person over here ain't thinking about what I'm playing. Like, I know I got one here. You're DJing and for I'm, everybody. Yeah, I'm so DJing you got, for everybody. So yeah. I'm just looking and I'm just... And then sometimes I'm, I got my head down because I'm just yeah. in the zone. Yeah. And I'm... I'm you got to you gotta just make it more than just playing music. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just go from one song to this song. Just pressing skip. Like, somebody might request a song and I'd be like, okay. Like, I hate requests. DJ, no requests. I hate requests with, with a passion. But I'd be like, okay. I can find my way over there. But I'm I'm right here right now. Yeah, if it don't fit, it don't yeah, if fit. If it don't huh? fit in right now, like don't even think about it. But play it when you get in your car. Like then when it and then when I do play it, they be like, "Oh, I see yeah, where he was going yeah, with yeah, that." Like yeah, you just yeah. gotta let me flow. Yep. So this next track that you have, right, um, is one of like the most shit talking songs, but it's so mellow and. So when I'm looking, through, I'm like, man, I just laugh because I'm like, this is my shit too. Like the Webby, what is it track? Like what is it about that track that helps tell your life story? 
Webby is Webby Savage album was crazy to be honest. Mm. And I'm not even like I'm an East Coast dude. I like East Coast music. That's why it's shocking. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, you gotta respect the South, man. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. No matter where it's from down there, like they make good music. Yeah. They've been on they got the game on like the past twenty years. Yeah. And Damn. Right, twenty man. years. Flat out. Like you that's, can't even knock fair. it. You can't that's even fair. knock it. Like they got people sign, they got everybody sounding like them. It's like it's it'd be crazy. some cast. I'd be like, "What part of Atlanta are you from?" You'd be like <laughs> New Jersey. I'd be like, "Right." <laughs> so I was just like from East Atlanta or somewhere like that. So that song, Manny Fresh on the track, he's crazy, like crazy production. Most underrated and that's, driver. Like I used to just be chilling. Like you could, everybody had sounds back then. Mm, like the projects, the doors, people would just be putting up in the parking lot, blasting music. So that was just one of them songs. Like, man, I can't wait till I get a car so I can play this song. Loud as hell. Loud as hell. Freely, like, mind of my... Because I always felt like I related to the song. Like I told you, I, it's like one of them feelings you get, like, I always felt like I was hated on. Yeah, man. Like, but it's like, I don't want to, like, feed into it because that's just feeding into negativity. But people hate on me. Like, yeah. I, it's a known fact. Like, You're too young, making too many waves. <laughs> but it's been like that since you were twelve, though. That's not a good feeling. But he say, "Do he? What do he say? He say, he say, what is it? Is this my car? That's why I wanted the car so bad. I'm like, I can't even relate to this song till I get. I got a car yet, right? It's like <laughs> everything yeah, else, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can relate to a little yeah. bit. But yeah, that's that, fair. I'm like, when I get a car, I can't wait. I'm like 14, 15. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get a car and play the song. Yeah. And he says, "Is it my car? Is it my clothes?" That, like, it just I love yeah. that song. Man. So you keep mentioning like living in the projects. So I didn't live in the projects, but it's hard not to be from there. Right. I don't think it'll ever be another. You should make a movie about that I because, like, they about to tear it down. I know yeah, you can see Dave's been built and all that. Like, and it's like I don't know. The project is a messed up place, man, because it's really like. Four that that was four corners, like it's people down there I know now that probably never been to Great Northern Mall or something like that. Man, like it's kind of three sad. block radius, man. It's like that's all we knew. We had a court, we had a center with a pool, had everything. Ring, you didn't have to leave for nothing. Food, like you didn't have to go nowhere. Like I probably would have never did most of the stuff I did if I ain't like go to school at arts. Or if you don't went to, to school in the hood. Yeah, if I would have just kept going to hood schools, just being like hood orientated, it would have just been to that point. And it's for me as well. I never went to school with cats from my hood, yeah. and that's what I feel that saved me. Like it was I did exposure up until eighth grade, but yeah. high school I wasn't really around them. Like I almost went to East High in eleventh grade. Like, but growing up in the projects, I feel like that's the best thing ever happened to me, man. Why? Why? Because it's just. It's just real. Mm. Like, you dealing with real life every day. Like, and I grew up in a time where going outside was cool. Like, <laughs> that's what cool we either. did. I'm, <laughs> you can't go outside no more. But it was cool back then because it was all love. Everybody yeah. know everybody. It might be a fight, but That'd be all right. that's cool. just yeah. your normal project stuff. I argue all the time with folks that grew up in suburbs or in nicer neighborhoods. I'm, I'm, start, I'm starting to give them a little more leeway. But they really don't understand like what it's yeah. like to grow up in the hood, and I feel like the music they listen to make them think they're from the hood. Nah, yeah, and they really not, or whatever yeah. they see, like whatever they're trying to portray, like you didn't, 
Mm. You had grass and you had trees. Like Man. we didn't have a front lawn and Come we on, didn't man. have like deers outside. It, it's a culture shock <laughs> to me still as a 34 year old man with a wife, two kids and a dog to give a shit about my front yard. <laughs> like I had a house. Look, I, I lived in the project 10 years yeah. and my mother got a house on her. Yeah. And we've been there 10 years yeah. now. And I still like, don't really. I'm used to CMHA coming to cut our like, grass. What you mean? I got to cut my own grass? Like, what you mean? I used like, to CMHA coming to yeah. fix the heat or yeah. whatever. Like, you mean I got to fix my own furnace? <laughs> like, so I feel like, to your point, you lived in a 5906, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever the next door neighbor was cooking, you smelled it. Mm-hmm. If they was arguing, you heard it. They had like, roaches. You, you, you had, had roaches. Like yeah. I used to make, man, we used to have beat contests <laughs> with my next door neighbor. Like, boom. Like, on the wall. And she would come back, like, boom. Uh, <laughs> top you with that. Like, and to this day, I mean, nowhere I go in the world, and if I see somebody from Huff, it's automatically a sense mm-hmm. of, like, love. And sure. it, I guess out of Nobody had shit, so we all right. had each other. So it's you, you feel more than neighbors. It's more like a it was friendship. Like a family. It was like yeah. a it was like a, a a distant family for real. You know yeah. what I equated to? It was like a college campus. When I went to college, I'm like, man, this is 59th. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, dog. Like as crazy as it sounds, the Salvation Army was the rec hall, was right. where we ate. The, the projects with the dorms, like, it was just like that, man. It was like, and it was just enough, because I'm from New York, yeah. so, you know, they buildings is like the high-rise, oh, yeah, yeah. times, you know, yeah, yeah. blocks and blocks of yeah. big buildings, that's the projects yeah, there, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. our projects is nothing compared to that, but yeah. it was real, though. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't nothing fake to me, like, nothing yeah. fake about it. A lot of people don't know that part of my life. Yeah. They, they think I'm from the Heights. Yeah. People think I'm from... <laughs> People yeah. literally think I'm from the Heights. Because you're a fly dude as yeah, DJ. I don't really stuff. carry myself because no. I feel like you got a choice the way you yeah. carry yourself. When I say I'm from Huff, people look at me like, right. I'm like, <laughs> no, 60th and Huff, dog. Like, it doesn't get more more gangster than I feel than like that. that's one of the best neighborhoods, you, like, to touch on what you said, too. Because mm-hmm. I go other places. I like the, I, I appreciate other neighborhoods, but some, some places in Cleveland, it's just not that love that you get. And it up. We had the the gym and we had this league right. that every hood came to though. Like every hood. Thursday and Friday nights in the summer, Earl dog. Yeah, like, like. yeah, NBA <laughs> ball players would come, like, and I would you made your plans on Thursdays and Fridays in the summer around I used the to league. Be getting dressed to Webby, what is it? <laughs> Like, I'm about to go to the center. <laughs> it was, like, a place to go. Like, a yeah. game would start at 5, and it would be over at 10. And I would have to work on Saturday mornings. And when I would get there on Saturday mornings, I would have to clean up the beer bottles, yeah. the cigarellos. They used to be, the playing, <laughs> they used to be playing drunk and winning, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, so the team was called 50 Knife. It's pulling back the curtain. <laughs> You knew when 59 played because the whole projects will come from the Margaret Island School and they will migrate into the gym. 
and Meech walking up down the sidelines like Bernie <laughs> from above the rim, dog. Like it was, it was just a time, man. And to make it out of that, it's, it's just something that definitely can't put a price on. And if you listen to this and you're not from that, you're gonna be like, "What are they talking right, about?" Right. But we're talking to people who really understand. Like we're not making this up. So your last track is also the song that's the intro or the theme song for the podcast soundtrack to my life kid cuddy same cleveland brooklyn kind of thing so yeah, that's why I, yeah just i feel like some songs you got word for word it's kind of hit you mm. i probably have to look at the lyrics but this song is like word for word yeah. i got some issues that nobody can see yeah this is the hook here because people try to act like everything is all goody goody but mental health is real and just knowing yourself is real and hold on yeah let me look up these lyrics man why are you looking up that what Kid Cudi had to go through is what pisses me off about Cleveland this guy is here he had to go to Brooklyn and then we love him like, right I don't know, like, but what you were saying though yeah but uh I'm not even like the biggest Cuddy fan or nothing like yeah, me that. Either. But this yeah. song is just yeah. like crazy to me. Yeah. Cause it's the soundtrack. Like he made a soundtrack to his life and it was yeah. so similar to mine's. Like yeah. he talk about his big sister. Like I had a big sister. Hmm. He talk about how his, since his father's died, he ain't been right since. Like yeah. I, my father died when I was nine years old. Yeah. Well, like I felt that same way. Like yeah. it's things that you might not know. Like yeah. I don't pay attention to my issues, but yeah. Me not having a father probably affected me deeply in my life. Oh, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. I had, my dad was around in my life and lived on the next street. But I remember at like 25, he had asked me like just a random question. And I snapped on him because of like a whole bunch of issues that I had with him that I never resolved. All right. And he said, hey, how's your day? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean how my day is? <laughs> like, it was just... So, like, those issues that nobody can see yeah. and all these things. And we, like, from the hood. Yeah, that's like, mm. people be scared to show their emotions. Yeah. You soft if you act like you care yeah, about yourself, man. It's like, there ain't nothing wrong with it, for real. Yeah, mm. I don't mind telling my people I love yeah. them. Yeah, man, you got to, man. Like, you got to. You just got to be a real person out here. We go to too many funerals for people that we, we exactly. know, man. So, Kid Cudi. Then how he talk about, like, he say... He, it's the switch, the flip flop thing. You say like I'm a Cleveland kid living in Brooklyn, and I be feeling like I'm a Brooklyn kid living in Cleveland. Even yeah. though I'm raised in Cleveland, like I, I can't knock Cleveland for yeah. a day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know where my yeah. roots is from. How, you know where I'm really from. I feel like it was divine intervention because Cleveland and Huff and the project definitely needed like Yomi at that time though. To like some like when you guys come here from Cleveland, y'all are not ashamed to say. I'm from Brooklyn, like no, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm, first of all, I'm from Brooklyn, but yeah, I'm yeah, from Cleveland. Yeah, because you don't want the people from Brooklyn like pissed at you. I mean, they ain't, <laughs> they know what's up. They 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 joke on me more than anybody. So when you win that Grammy, in your bio is it gonna say the Brooklyn producer? I'm, I'm always rep both. I'm always rep both. No, because I don't even got no accent, man. That shit pissed yeah. me off. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like. They're going to say he's from Brooklyn. 
Like, we gonna claim you though. No, but people, the only people that really know this is yeah. people from 50, like, that from really the project. Know, like, people that from. really know yeah, me, yeah. like, know, like, yeah. oh, he gonna be gone for three months, y'all. Let's go <laughs> break in his house. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny, but that's funny. But that's, shit. I'm just yeah. saying, like, they know, I'm, like, they know I'm really yeah. from there. Like, they, yeah. we was, cause they, they wouldn't see me. But it wasn't no joke. Like, the yeah, whip. they see me yeah. packing up the whip, like, oh, damn, bro. Like, or, so how was that, like, Cause in the summer is when you like, kind of make the bonds like with everybody. All right, All right. and that's weird because I never spent the summer here until I was like grown. And my wife said like the reason she don't have a lot of childhood friends is because the last day of school she was getting in the car, driving back All right to Cleveland or to Richmond because her parents were separated. Like, do you feel that way too? Like, man, I'm about I mean, to go. I mean, sometimes, but it ain't nothing that I'm. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where you're not literally li- missing nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's like how can I not? Yeah, yeah. It was even t- I'm sure it was time. Like, oh, I don't want to go, but like as soon as you got there, you, now you mad about having to come back yeah. to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't tripping at all. Like I witnessed a lot, like being out there. So the last question I'm half well, it's, it's two. First of all, I can't let you leave without talking about wavy players. What the hell is that, dog? <laughs> okay, so. Wavy is another thing where I guess you could say I kind of brought to Cleveland because hmm. I got it more from like Max B and just mm. just mm. the word. I like the word period. It's just like it, it gives you the same type of feel as the word vibe or mm-hmm. something like that. It can mean a hundred things yeah, can, like I'm drunk, I'm wavy, yeah. or I'm feeling good. It's like it could be so it was like drunk. always something I'd be like, oh, that's not wavy or that is wavy. Hmm. Or I'm wavy. Like, we start drinking. I was, I've was i been DJing since 17. So you've been like, drinking since you was 12. 16, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all right, though. Like, so, yeah, we'll we 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 put that spin on. Like, oh, man, I'm wavy. Because mm-hmm. people used to be saying, turn up this and turn that. Like, I'm like, bury nah, that word, not, man. I, I hated that. Because mm-hmm. I could be like, I could tweet now, like, I'm here with Juan yeah. doing a podcast. And somebody would be like, y'all turn. Like, no, yeah. nah, we chilling. Yeah. Turned just <laughs> that gave me a whole different nothing feeling. about me say turned up dog like <laughs> and then I started at night no. I called it wavy Thursdays and that was successful like for like three years straight like yeah. every Thursday night right. like so the last question that I ask every guest on here right you got this unlimited budget and you got a producer song <clears throat> who's making the beat who's writing it and who's singing the hook. Hmm. That's a good question. I probably would have, if I could make a song on my record, I probably would have. Damn. I got so many favorite producers. It probably would be like Pharrell. Mm, you would say that. It probably would be Pharrell. Nate Dogg is singing my hook. Mm. Nate Dogg is my favorite male R&B artist. Don't push <laughs> Whatever back you from call me it. on that. Yep. <laughs> Whatever you call it. He's singing my hook. And who's writing? Ho writing it. Because mm, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. Right of the 21st century. He is. <laughs> and people don't even know it. Like, mm. I think he got an award for yeah. ghostwriting. Like, the question where they're falling off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, man, this was this was a lot of fun, and I'm stopping right now because 
I'll look up and it will be sitting there for three hours. So right. I have to be disciplined. Touch back on Wavy Player though. Yeah. It was just something I wanted to do instead of putting DJ Yomi on yeah. on clothes. Yeah. Came up with Wavy Player with my partner Tanelli and we just been going off from there. So stay tuned with that. And where can we get Wavy Player stuff from? You can get it from me. Hit me yeah. up on Instagram, but website to be up with them. Okay. Oh, that's dope, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Biggie, Juicy, Kid Cudi soundtrack to my life Nita Baker Angel Hove Never Change and the fifth one was Webby Webby what is it alright man appreciate it man thanks appreciate it was a lot of fun man